What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Live Bay Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for yourself or someone else, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We are the founders. We are the owners of Live, Live Bay, Bay Lash. Lash. Our heart is to share with you our uphill battle in this lash industry and to give you guys a, no, and to show you guys a, wait, <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Anyway, she's And to Shana, show you what I'm started Mike. out of a tiny bedroom in our house, extremely broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. Yes. We are here to encourage yes. you during your last journey and to give you guys a real raw version of what things really like. Yeah. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about all things retention. I look like I'm going skiing right now. Well, I and mean, you're well. at the beach. Um, before we get into that, let's talk about our classes. We have this awesome special going on. We've never <laughs> ran before. It's 400 bucks off all classes. Not all classes. It's in-person MVR classes. We're going to some amazing cities. You can sign up at livebaylashclass.com. <clears throat> what is so special about Live Bay classes? We offer a five-day lash class. We offer um, the five days for newbies, and then we have a three-day for those um, proficient in classic already. Um, the difference between our class and other classes is, uh, number one, it's the best. Number two, um, you get mentorship for life. So you have access to like us, the trainers, even after you um, take the class. So it's pretty amazing. We offer financing. <laughs> it's $400 off right now in person and VR only. Check it out, livebaylashclass.com. We also have our monthly membership package, um, our subscription boxes. So it is n- only $99 a month. You get $200 or more in... and live a product shipped every single month in a cute custom box and you have three different tiers you can choose from um so if you're a beginner uh shauna's picks which is my favorite it's just like a specific box i pick for you guys and then og those who are experienced and then there's the vegan one (laughs) and then animal cruelty free products yes which we do have we have our new (laughs) (laughs) we have our new um brow and lash tint kit which is amazing um and then what else we have our mentorship i, I just have a quick question and maybe who? you guys can uh drop a comment in the section below but i was curious how many people would be interested in doing like a super discounted lash course the set or the third or fourth week of december in ohio okay i'd like to see some comments below if anybody i'm talking about like we do a special class taught by mike and shauna in either cleveland or akron mm, since we'll be there for nice. christmas break do a super discounted one, and then I'm just curious if there would be a um, a want or a need for it, especially since it's kind of like Christmas break universally everywhere Yeah, around that time. So drop a comment below if you'd be interested in it, and um, I would love to do another one in Akron or Cleveland. I like I get great joy in doing those ones for the people back home. So, And you don't have to be from Ohio, just for you people from that state up north, Michigan. <laughs> we forgive you. <laughs> you guys are welcome to come down and take it, PA, Illinois, Indiana, anybody New close York. New Yorkers, I guess. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, New Yorkers too, but just drop a comment if you guys be interested in something like that. I'm yeah. just kind of getting a gauge on it if you guys do think so. This is news to me. Well, yeah. Drop it like it's hot. I think it'd be really fun to do. Okay, cool. And then also- Special Christmas class. Oh, that's cute. Okay. And then we have our mentorship program, $199 a month. You have access to Mike and I, which is huge. Just keep in mind that like a single session with some mentors is like $500 an hour. So it's literally- 199 a month and you have access to Mike and I literally have our phone numbers 
pick our brains for anything 20% off products one live zoom with us and the members every single month it's super cool yeah uh, libbaycourses.com or yeah. you can go to libbaysupplies.com anyways moving on yeah all right so there's gonna be three types yeah. of retention we're talking about uh, today you lost a fan I did babe. lose a fan <laughs> you know we were at the we were at the lash conference or lash con Everybody kept asking if I get my lashes done or if I lift lift them. And no, the answer is I sleep on a pillow. And they just naturally <laughs> roll that way. I sleep on my face. Uh, they do look like you got a lash lift. Yeah. And again, I'm still sick. <laughs> That's just the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. Uh, so I'm sorry. I apologize in advance if I sound raspy or wispy or I start wispy. hacking. Start hacking like an old man in a bingo hall smoking cigarettes. All right. All right. What are we? What are we? Ew. <laughs> three, type, three types. Three types. Funny story. Funny, Funny story. story. Um, this guy, uh -oh. this old guy, I used to work with. We called him Bubblegum because he didn't have any teeth, and he would just there and chew away. And he was in his eighties. He was like 88, 87. and he was like top dog sales rep all the time. And the guy smoked like four packs a day. Is that why he didn't have any teeth? I don't know. Uh, no, he smoked crack. Well, plus for, he smoked crack for twenty years. Actually, <laughs> he told me. Stop. No, I swear to God, the true story. He's or like, he was just older. If he, no, he, he told me he smoked crack for twenty okay, years. Mike, okay. That's why he didn't have money. But anyways. He smoked four packs a day, right? Oh, we and should censor half this. When I would go to his house to pick him up because he was too old to drive, uh, the place just reeked. He would just sit indoors smoking all the time, and he would eat like a pound of bacon for breakfast. And he was in his 80s, and like he outlived everybody. It was wild. And he could outsell everybody. Uh, it was crazy. We were talking about old man in a bingo hall. It just made me think of him. All right. Well, that was a fun story. So I'm for those of you out there that think out. you need to eat vegetables and drink, <laughs> you know, drink Green uh, drinks. What's that stuff called? The negative ion water or whatever. To live to be a to live to be a hundred. Bubblegum just trumped that whole argument <laughs> oh by smoking crack and cigarettes. All right, Mike. What? I'm gonna edit that. I can't we're not editing that. Leave that in there. Okay. All uh, right. So three types of retention we're gonna talk about today. Yes. Number one, client retention. Um, mm -hmm. I think we talked about this the last time, but I did want to go over client retention. This is just for yourself if you're a solo lash artist or if you have a team um, that works for you. Client retention is huge. There are different ways that you can see what your staff or yourself um, is up to with client retention. <laughs> so every 90 days, we can pull a report to see where everyone's retention is. So how many new clients that they got and what is the percentage that they held? Um, unfortunately, with our salon now, we've started to kind of implement different things because we are spending, you know, um, ad spend right now with marketing is extremely high. So when you think about you getting a new customer in the door and you either lashing them or a staff lashing them and they're not holding on to those clients, those clients aren't coming back. There's something wrong, right? So um, we've been taking these reports super serious and you can too. Even if it's just you solo and you maybe don't have a booking software that will allow you to show like the percentage of retention you're at, um, first time clients, always call first time clients or you can get um, like with Mevo, they'll send a text to them like, how was your experience? Reading those and contacting clients based off that is huge. But um, client retention is huge. There's so many different things that you can do besides just an amazing job with lashing them. But you can also give amazing um, customer service. You can do goodie bags. Um, we have the goodie bags with the free lash bath, which we don't do those anymore just because we're trying to get our retail sales up. But you can do like, um, what do we do with the empty lash trays? Empty lash trays, um, aftercare instructions. Sorry, I'll do it myself. <laughs> um, um, a Let me lash. ask you a question and finish it for myself. <laughs> yeah. um, Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> a lash, uh, mascara wand. Sometimes we'll put um, Starbucks. Yeah, right, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of um, Starbucks. 
uh, Starburst, or you can just do cute little things. You can do a lash scrunchie. I know that we're gonna start doing that because we have so many different things that you can do with client retention. It's just huge and you really need to focus in on it. And I realize that as we, you know, we grow more and more and we open more salons, we really have to make sure that that is like, we're really giving that a lot of TLC because that's what makes your business. Yeah, you can have a flagship location that's doing really well and you can try and replicate it like two and three times. And, you know, I think the number one concern as a business owner is like, you hope the next location will be as good as the first, right? And sometimes it doesn't always go that way. But like she said, with the free gift, the scrunchies, we used to do the lash bath, take the old lash trays, we'd put the instructions how to clean their lashes, include like a little uh, microfiber brush, the instructional card, and then like lash bath that we made. And you can buy the bottles for like 50 cents a pop and literally make it with distilled water and was it baking soda and <laughs> yeah we don't, we baby don't shampoo. recommend doing that anymore <laughs> we don't recommend doing it i'm just saying <laughs> people would walk in and look like we were making meth <laughs> let's not do that but it goes back to like when you were a little kid you go to the dentist right and like you know you get to like con the kid and going to sit in the chair because they freaked out but afterwards when you get their teeth clean you always get to go to the treasure chest and pick a prize right and like, okay, pick a prize. And you're like, oh my gosh, it looks so cool. And you open the treasure chest and it was always like finger puppets or toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what a, what a crappy prize. Only the dentist is the one that gets excited. It's like a toothbrush, you like that? Mm-hmm. The kid's like, what a rip off. But I think there's something to be said because here's the thing, everybody out there is offering lashes, but if you're willing to go out and go, okay, here's a free gift mm-hmm. in aftercare instructions to help you protect your investment. You look like a person who actually cares, not a schmuck just trying to take their money and book them for the next fill. You actually look like you care. The follow-up phone call, like she said, hey, how's your fill going? You know, how's the retention going for you? Making it look like you actually care. And I'm not saying you have to 100% care because we know there's life outside of lashing. But I'm just saying taking the time to do those little steps, right now that'll build clients for life because what you're doing is you're actually, when you show you care, you're building a friendship with them. And when you create that friendship, that sticky relationship, that client will never want to leave and try anywhere else. Even if they have a bad service from you, they are five times more likely to call you and say, listen, I've been coming to you a long time. You're my homie. But the last fill was whatever. Instead of just being like, oh, yeah, I love them. And then just never answering your call or text again, going and finding new lash artists. These are just little things to go the extra mile. We're in a day and age where people don't go the extra mile, right? My wife, every time we order Postmates, swears off Postmates. She's like, I'll never order Postmates again. I know. What I happened last the, night? I got, it's she called always- and yelled at BJ's. Like, don't say that. <laughs> she was like, I, was like, I ordered no. a cheeseburger and there's no cheese. How can you have a cheeseburger if there's no cheese in it? Every time I order a cheeseburger, you it's forget the cheese. It's always for the kids. I paid they, $1.39 I for did, this cheese. And she, I had to put her in a straitjacket. She was I like, oh, No, oh, I just oh. told, they're like, do you want to talk to a manager? I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to a manager. No, I want to beat just, you up. Just let, <laughs> You'll just do. Let Sit let here and listen. Just know what's up. I just paid $1.39 for it. And it's always my kids' food. So yeah, it's super frustrating. Good thing we had cheese in the drawer. Yeah, I know. But Problem still. solved. You know how much you pay for Postmates, though? I told Mike because I, we've been cooking at home. Like, obviously, just to save money because <laughs> groceries are through the roof right now. I mean, and eating out is too. But anyways, <laughs> that didn't make sense. But I was like, I told him last night. I'm like, this is why I should cook. Because, like, Postmates is so expensive right now. And then they don't get it right. Yeah. And the burger was salty. Gross. Yeah. The Postmates. The, that's the first horrible. time I ever saw my kids go. My <laughs> daughter was crying. She was like, I don't, I want to eat, but I don't like it. It's bad. Like she was crying. I'm like, what are you crying over dinner for? It was like a cheeseburger. The avocado egg bites suck. I mean, the spaghetti suck. I don't like fucking mess spaghetti up, but I mean, 
It was bad. <laughs> Anyways, but that's what I'm saying though. This whole everything's bad right now. Like, don't say that. It's not people, no, bad. I'm just saying people are scamping, right? Inflation's high, prices are high. Mm-hmm. People are scamping, right? People are trying to save money so they can make a profit as well. So we live in a day and age where nobody really cares who goes the extra mile. So if you can do those little <laughs> steps, you can do those aftercare kits. You call, you follow up, you just do things that actually like show you care. That will get your your or I'm sorry, your client retention numbers up because now you're dealing with people that actually truly like you because they feel like you care. Yeah, I was going to say, um, just because I hear this every time I go into St. Rose and I just want to like scream, but when you have someone check out with you, always rebook them. Don't ever give them the option to go online. Like I hear all the time from my friend, they're like, oh yeah, um, what do they say? Uh, do you want to book with me or is it just easier for you to book online? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, don't say that. No, because you're like nodding your head and they're like, yeah, I'll just book online and then you're letting never, them never land. The door. You're letting them scroll on social media to see an ad that's probably fake and it looks like, oh, amazing. I can get like a full set for 30 bucks. No, you need to rebook it. We also incentivize by offering them like points if they rebook and then they show up for their appointment. So you're incentivizing them to pre-book with you and then actually like, you know, keep their appointment. I think that's huge. Um, another thing I was going to say, last part with, <coughs> oh, just focus on the experience too. Like we did the TikTok with the recliner um, and the blanket and everything. And it had like 3.8 million views on TikTok. And a lot of it was just talking ish, but that's okay. I think it was just mean girls talking ish. Yeah. They were just talking about like how sassy. I'm like, okay, this is a 20,000 square foot warehouse. This is not a salon. Okay. Sassy's not at the <laughs> salon. I'm not like licking sassy and then touching my utensils or whatever this, they were saying. But like really focus on the actual experience. It was only like, the vegans. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Them and bubble gum. <laughs> I cannot with you. Are you looking at my lash? Yeah, you got a lash hanging yeah, down. I'm sorry. Can you just pull it? <gasps> oh! That was a good oh! one. That was your natural lash. Look at that. Yeah, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought it was just already like off. Well, you said pull it. Yeah, I know, but I thought. 9-11, building 7. Better, better. Did they really pull it? <laughs> Whatever. I was probably going to pull it later anyways. You were, but I got the natural Especially if I had to post me and be pissed. All right. But <laughs> I was going to say, just focus on the experience of it all. Are your clients comfortable? Are you providing a unique customer experience experience? Comfy, cozy. There you go. That was a long one. It was a long one. It was a long way to get to that point. Yeah, it was. Um, the <laughs> that next was, one that was is, ADD at its finest. The next one is. It's like common core <laughs> math. All that nonsense <laughs> to get to the solution. Um, the, the next, next one, one is, is employee, employee retention. retention. This so was a good one. this one we we're actually hoping you guys would help us with. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> employee Comment ret- below. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's all ex-employees. No, <laughs> oh, oh, we're just kidding. We're a just lot poor. of you already <laughs> rehired, so we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we can edit that. I'm just. We are honestly just kidding. Please don't come. No, for me. no. Listen. A lot of you are though. <laughs> it's a joke. It is. a Listen. Joke. Here's the thing. So this is what we've learned, okay, over the years, and this is a work in progress for us too because we learn this just as much as everybody else does. Employees a lot of time aren't always going to be incentivized just by money, okay? So when you're like trying to be like, hey, you can make this much money lashing, you can make this much money working, uh, helping us sell product, people are more incentivized, believe it or not, most of the time by either recognition, like saying, hey, you did a great job, or an award, or saying something out loud, acknowledging, posting about them, those type of things go so much further with an employee than just a cash bonus, right? A cash bonus because everybody can get a cash bonus. But when you genuinely take the time to shout somebody out or acknowledge, like, hey, I just want to acknowledge. I'll give you a prime example. Lexus, right? Our social media girl who's now all of a sudden doing a lot of the filming for us. 
learning all the stuff. Started as an intern. Started as an intern. Like she does a great job, right? Like she literally kind of came out of her shell, has learned multiple positions, gotten really good at it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to her, like give her too much props because then she'll leave yeah, and go so else. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like prime example, right? You know, and this is somebody who, who's kind of like started at a very fundamental basic position, worked her way up and has learned different things. And we acknowledge her for that, right? We tell her how great of a job she's doing. She's sitting right here too. So it's harder <laughs> for me to say anything bad about her, but I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm just saying like those little things, just, just taking the time to tell someone, Hey, you're doing a really great job. You know, I'm super impressed. You're, you're doing this, you're doing that, right? That'll go a long way with your staff. You know what I mean? People just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. They just want to be heard. They just want to be acknowledged. Yes, they want to be paid. Of course, everyone's paid. But I'm just saying, like, you'd be surprised if you, if you offered a cash biff or you actually offered an award where people are fighting over, like, that type of, like, top-notch respect and, like, bragging rights amongst the peers. You'd be surprised when people would rather have that than just the cash biff. Yeah. I was going to say it's it's very difficult um, in the beauty industry because it is a high-turnover business. It doesn't matter what type of owner you are. Listen, Mike and I. Oh, sassy. Oh, okay. Mike and I are, we we're very caring owners. And I think that over the years, people have seen us start from, you know, no money to this. And they put in their heads some type of like vision they have of like what we're like. We're making and it's a TikTok not, on it. We're making a TikTok on it. But like that is so not the case. Like it's, it's just not the case at all. I think that my biggest issue that I've experienced with like the growth and everything is like, you know, I, we started this with nothing. We started with one <laughs> salon and like I used to know everyone's name everyone's birthday everything and then as you grow it's a little bit difficult and I feel like I've like lost a little bit of connection with people but like in my heart I'm like I you know I love everybody like I said happy birthday to Claudia yesterday but it's like I've I've exited from like the group chat so I feel like there's kind of a lost connection but then I I feel like people think oh Mike and Sean are making all this money and they don't even probably work anymore and they're but that's like not the case I feel like if anything we work harder now than we've ever worked before you know what I mean and behind the scenes there's a ton of stress and anxiety that people don't see of us actually trying to take care of everybody because Mike and I take that super serious when we have employees and we know that like you know they're used to getting this or they're used to making this when numbers are down in the company like we stress hard you know because we are we're taking care of people's livelihoods like that's that's serious so I think that um we have been really focused on building like the culture up and really you know trying <coughs> to keep the employee retention um I will say though in the past couple of months we've had a lot of people come back and I'm sure it's inflation and you know they go out and they start their own thing and they realize it's a little bit harder it's more expensive it's just you behind the scenes it's not Shauna and Mike in the front desk and management dealing with the complaints it's a lot and there's a lot of people that will never come back because of the pride issue but I will say in the past couple months we've heard it physically from people who have badmouthed us a lot ex-employees and they're like you know, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't want to leave Live Bay originally, you know? And like, so, and I've grown up a lot. You, I used to really take a lot of satisfaction in somebody sitting down and be like, I messed up. And I'd be like, oh, I knew it. I love this, you know? Well, but now it's like, no, I, I don't <coughs> like to see that. It's like, you know, you grow up a lot as a business owner. And I'm like, okay, well, you always have a job regardless. Well, here's the thing. And you'll see this as you guys grow out there. Like as you go through different levels of this business, the better you do, the easier it looks right they don't know the anxiety you've had in the middle of the night the diarrhea you've had the stress you've had about paying a bill not having enough money to cover payroll tax or to buy a product like people just don't know right and so they see the finished product and they think well if mike and shauna can do it i can do it too it must be that easy everybody can do it right and so people go out on their own they're like you know i'll show you and i think that's why a lot of times people jump and i'll never like fault someone for trying to better their life it's just the way sometimes they leave it's it's tough you know for when they want to come back and it's like 
I've always been, because I, I trust me, I was a grass is always greener type person before in the mortgage industry, and I quit a really good job I had, and I ate shit hard, like bad. I mean, I'm talking like I was flat broke, cell phone turned off. It was bad. And the owner of the company I used to work for called me back. And he said, hey, I got a check for you. Do you need a ride? You know, come on back. He's like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm not going to rub your face in it. Like, and so I've, I've always taken that approach with it. Like, cause it takes a lot to swallow your pride and come back somewhere too. Like it's a two way street. And so I always look at things like if someone's willing to come back and be like, Hey, you know what? I messed up. I'm willing to be like, cool, man. Like we, we all make mistakes, right? Type thing and, and not rub their nose in it. But the other thing I was going to say too, is one thing is I think is always neglected is continuing education. So you can't expect your employees to do a great job at something if you're not showing the path and providing tools for them to be successful. And so I'll never forget, was it, we had Lash 411 come out, remember? Mm -hmm. And do a training um, with all of our girls. And like mm -hmm. they ate it up. And there was so much like good information. And we paid a pretty penny to get Sandra out here for that. Yeah, we did. For two days. She literally went on critique all the salon, sat with the girls, saw what they were doing, took notes, and then met with them mm -hmm. and did a training. It was, it was rock star. And so I just think like investing back in your employees is kind of a lost art. People don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you can't give them guidance or give them things to be to do better at, then you're failing them as an owner as well. And you can't expect them to stick around forever. Yeah, for sure. I was just going to say as part of that is like for the record, Mike and I are not growth stunners. If somebody no longer wants to be with LibBay, Mike and I are like best of luck. The only way it goes bad is if it's a lash artist that takes all the clientele that Mike and I have spent marketing money on or they've badmouthed us for whatever for whatever reason. At the time, <coughs> I never know. But but other than that, like we, we know not like there's probably 95% aren't going to be with LiveBay, right? Most of like the lash artists too, like our corporate team, yeah. But like I hate to say it, but they're going to go on and do bigger, better things. And that's great. Like we're like mom and dad. Like that's what we want to see. But we just hate when things end like the bad way, you know, in a bad way. That's always like the, the worst part of it because Mike and I, we take care of a lot of people and we take that to heart when people leave and say things like that. And I actually like when they come back, not like in them like crawling for their job back, but it's nice for people to be like, you know what, I'm sorry. And and then they come back and join the Bay fam. What was the third point? Which retention? Brand retention. Brand retention. Sorry. Yes. Brand retention is huge. I think that if you are building a brand, you need to stay super consistent, um, just full circle. Whatever you start to do, you got to continue to finish it out. Um, just like with Mike and I, there's days like today where I just didn't want a podcast pretty much like every time just because <laughs> we've been really busy. <coughs> sick our kids had rsv we had LashCon. we had no days off like there's just you can give every excuse but i think that consistency and just really working on the brand um and doing what makes the brand grow i think that's that's kind of huge and that's kind of what i'm learning i need to stop plunging toilets and organizing and do things that are going to make the brand grow because i think that after a while you kind of forget that but you have to stay consistent with your brand in order to grow it i was talking to a buddy of mine last night on the phone from hawaii he called me. He's just like, hey, can I pick your brain for a minute? He has this detail business. And um, he was talking about wanting to do ceramic coatings on cars. And he said, I have a friend who's a formulator, and they made this really good ceramic coating. And I can get it for X amount of dollars, but i got to buy, like, X amount of pieces of it. And I said, it's great. Um, are you going to resell it? He said, oh, no, I don't want to retail it. I don't want to do retail. And I go, why? Why would you not want to do retail? He's like, well, you know, I just, I don't know. Why would people want to buy that from me? And I said, this is what you do. How much do you make if you do a ceramic coating? He said 700 bucks. That's great. Make a video. Show how to do it. Application. Start doing snippets. Do the full tutorial on YouTube. Start doing small content pieces on different social media. And then charge for the course to teach people and certify them how to install and do ceramic coating. I said, how long does it take you to do? He said, about six, seven hours. 
said, take that course. How much would you charge? He said, I don't know, 100 bucks. I go, 100 bucks? What's your time worth, dude? 100 bucks for seven, eight hours? I go, charge 299 or 399 Finance it through PayPal or Sezzle. Give them the bottle for free as part of it. And get them a certificate of completion. Once they're done, you could be charging it. Group them together, have them make a deposit. Now when they're done, they've learned how to do it. They're charging 700 bucks a car for this thing. They're buying their product from you with your branding and your logo on it. And he said, I never really understood the whole importance of branding until you started saying that. And I said, here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, the people that you're training and helping and putting out content, explaining how to do that stuff, are the people that are gonna buy from you. And you don't, I mean, listen, I didn't wanna retail. My wife didn't wanna retail. We bought trays of lashes and, and glue so we get our bottom line down on our salons. We just wanted more money on the salons. And people were like, hey, can you sell me a tray? Can you sell me some glue? Can you sell me a tweezer? And we're like, holy crap, we could be selling this stuff. <laughs> And making money is another it's one thing that you found multiple streams of revenue for and but the, if you don't start branding your own stuff you're going to be forever buying somebody else's crap at a discounted rate and selling it and making their brand bigger and losing out on hard-earned dollars it could be in your pocket and he was like like an aha moment he was like bro bro i never even I thought about if he doesn't do it i'm gonna steal it <laughs> he was just like i never <laughs> even thought about teaching or doing classes or certification or, or or branding my own stuff. I never even thought about that. I'm like, this is, anytime you have a question, just call me. He's like, well, you know, you're busy. I'm like, well, this is how Sean and I pay it forward. This is how we do the, the free content. We've been blessed. So it's our responsibility in life to share this type of info. And so I just think like, if you're out there and you're on the fence and you're questioning like your own brand or how, what the purpose of branding is, or like Shauna says, you don't want to film, you don't want to put content out. The more you put into your brand, the more people are going to discover it, they're going to find it and the more the legend will grow. But like she said, even on a sick day or a bad day or a stressful or a busy day, you gotta be willing to put content out, content, 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 and make sure it serves a purpose. Like we make funny TikToks, it's cool, but at the end of the day, we're an educational brand. We have to always stick, stay true to our roots. Yes, we can do the funny stuff, but we gotta make sure we're still putting out stuff to educate and to teach, and that's what's gonna end up making you guys money in the long run. Yeah, good job. What happened? <laughs> what happened, where'd I go? <laughs> That was good. That was a long one. I don't even know. I felt like that was an hour long episode. We're good for a month. <laughs> Just kidding. It was 10 minutes. 20, uh, 22, 27, 37, 22, 25, 27, 21. 25. All right. Whatever. All right. I'm well, from Ohio. <laughs> I can't count. Where's Clear, Olive? Clearly my daughter. Olive will get it. Yeah. I flunked my daughter's kindergarten homework. <laughs> Trying to figure out how we both got an F. I'm like, oh man. Uh, all right. Well, that was a good episode. All right, well, that's all we have for you today. If you haven't yet already. If you haven't done so, find Bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> that toothless wonder, he's still Stop. out there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, oh, man. Right. If you haven't done so yet, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, yeah. subscribe to our Facebook group, The Lash T-T-E-A. Until then, we will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.